the college football experience, ACC and Mountain West. Well, I mean, predictions, conference predictions. Uh, we are finally here. Episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord channel. Uh, it is fantastic. This is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. This is Brian Bosworth, aka. The boss, and you're listening to SGP and let it ride, brother. Peace out, boss out. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. ACC and Mountain West Conference predictions. We are finally here. Uh, we have been waiting for this all along, and it's time where we make our picks. We talk about our locks. We talk about each and every team in these conferences, and we will be doing this next week and the week after and the week after. And then, boom, the season kicks off. We are here. I am joined by, well, actually wait, I didn't tell who I didn't tell you who I was. See, I'm all over the place right now. You're listening to Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. This is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm off beat here. I'm off beat. Just going right into that. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, up. Yes, it is conference predictions time. Yeah, buddy. Been waiting a long time. A long time. <laughs> Sound like Ric Flair now. Speaking of which, shout out to. Woo wings. Yeah. Woo wings. Ric Flair's got a wing company coming out. I think there's one in Charlotte. If I saw that correct, Nick, there better be because that's where he resides. I, we are joined by uh, the ACC God himself. Give it up for former, former. No, I can't do that. Former Hernan Basketball League MVP, the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. Uh, new, news to me, Patty, but I'll have to check it out, man. I, I, I'm going to double check on that right now, but I know there's apparently one in LA. I think for the time being, you just have to order it through Uber Eats. Speaking but, of Flair, I heard he's going to make one more ring appearance also. Like, I, I'm not I, a I wrestling think that just guy ended. anymore. I think, I think that already yeah. happened. I think that just wow. happened like this past week. Oh, well, you know, late to the party. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, but he's a legend and we, we love, hold on. Let's, let's send him off. You know, here we go. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio, looking at a guy out here, hollering my name. When last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. Whoo! Check that. Not in uh, Charlotte. We really? got L.A., Nashville, San Antonio, Huntsville, Jacksonville, and Tuscaloosa. So there's Alabama. Folks. He, he's a North Carolina guy. What the hell? Come on, Flair. It's coming. Don't yeah, it's worry. It's coming. It's coming. All right. Hey, the uh, our chat is active already. Noah, what up? Tom Gromek, what's going on? Oh snap! Yes, what up? Hop on in the chat. Talk with us. Well, college football season is here. This is like the beginning. All right. I know we're still breaking down teams. Uh, this make, month, guys, we have college football this month. 
Yeah, no, we're at the point where this is conference predictions. You know, I know we did some, we talked about this shit back in like February, I feel like, or I don't know, April or something, but now we're at the point where we're making our projections. It is here. Um so getting official up in here. Yes. And uh I mean there was what? Did you guys see that Tommy Tuberville working on NIL bill? Count on look, a foot a football coach, someone got to him, all right, because he's working on an NIL bill. <laughs> We thought we'd have no change, and uh, maybe now, maybe we'll see. I'm curious as to I, since he's an Auburn guy, you figure he want to pump the brakes on the NIL since Alabama not necessarily rolling in so much. Yeah, that's true though. Yeah. Auburn wants to pay. I'm sure they want to pay. No, no, no. I'm saying, but the, the uh, I think that would cap it. So I think he's doing that for Auburn to stay in the arms race with Bama. Right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. He does not want to try and deal with Bama right now, money wise. Either way, but I thought that it was would hilarious. just be within the state. That wouldn't be. I mean, he doesn't have any control. This is a nationwide thing. You're talking about just in Alabama. No, I, I mean, what, no. He's, a, he's a senator, right? So he could, couldn't he uh, introduce legislation? Yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Mean, I don't know. I'm just a guy who gets drunk and watches football. You're asking me now about <laughs> politics. All right. I don't know how they would have any jurisdiction over that. I, mean, I would think, like, if it's a state university, the state would have control. Somewhat, who knows? This is beyond us. Yeah, <laughs> this this is not why people are tuning yeah. in. <laughs> go, go watch some schoolhouse. Damn rock. it! I'm trying to find my David Thompson clip, but I can't find it. <laughs> oh man! But, How many hours of C-SPAN have you watched this year, Patty C? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I can count on one hand uh, I, I the number like, of minutes, probably the number of seconds. I feel like I must have accidentally deleted it. Anyway, uh, here I smoke and I drink and. Um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. There you go. That's right. Uh, so let's just hop into this folks. All right. Give me some fucking music. Um, and uh, let's, let's start firing away. So uh, yes, this is the kickoff show. We're going to talk the Atlantic coast conference because it might be the last time there ever is an Atlantic coast conference. Bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk mountain West because it is Look, the Sun Belt, they're getting a lot of accolades and rightfully so. I think they took that that model from the Mountain West. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mountain West kind of started this thing. They've been doing that thing. for a while. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, let's hop into it. Uh let's talk ACC. We're going to go team by team first, and then we're going to make our projections on what we have in the ACC championship and what we think uh so the Clemson Tigers are sitting there at ten and a half wins, folks. Uh, do we believe that the offense will be fixed with the Clemson Tigers? And I'm very curious if you think they will be representing the ACC in Charlotte. Shout out to the ACC for actually doing a conference championship that's outdoors. Uh, so, what do we think, guys, of the Clemson Tigers this year? Started off at the top, huh? Starting off at the top. Uh, Not necessarily. Pittsburgh would be the top. That's buddy. true. That's yeah. true. Uh, reigning champs, Pitt. But traditional, I guess, over the last what five, six, seven, eight years, Clemson's been that team. Um, look, I mean, are we just going to dive straight into the number, or do we think? Are we talking about what? Like, we, what do you make of Clemson? You think they're going to bounce oh, back I this year? I don't even think they really took a step back. I think a ten and three season is pretty damn respectable. Oh, if you watched them last year, they took a step. Back. Definitely. Oh, they took Definitely, a step back, yeah. but like not a huge one. Um, do I think they're going to like be back as national title contenders this year? No, I don't. I think they might make the playoff, you know, but I think they'll get smashed if they get in the playoffs. Granted, they only lost to Georgia by seven last year in, in Georgia. So, no, it, no, in, in Charlotte, Charlotte, in Charlotte, yeah. that's right. Um, I think it all comes down to quarterback play. I mean, it, is ukulele ready to play much better than a season ago? If not, can the true freshman Clay, I'm sorry, Cade Klubnik come in? I mean, Clemson has had the luxury of very good quarterback play for about a decade or so. It seems, you know, with, with Lawrence, with, uh, what's, what, uh, what's uh, I can't think of his name the because Watt he's, o he's only on every fucking news outlet. Yeah, the uh, Watson, yeah. <laughs> uh, even the, in between those guys, the, they had a guy that started for a year. Then he transferred to like Taj Missouri. Boyd. Dodge boy, good pull. Yeah, nice. Uh, so they've had they've had good quarterback play for a long uh, time, uh -huh. and they did not get it a year ago, and that was a big reason why they they struggled on offense. Who was the guy that went to Missouri? Uh, Willie Ke Simmons. Kelly Bryant. Oh no, not Kelly Bryant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Willie, not not Willie Simmons. Kelly Bryant was that answer. 
Okay. Um, you said what now, Nick? They, uh, you think, uh, you think they've had excellent quarterback play for a long time, and they didn't have it last year. I mean, that was one of their problems. Also, like if you look, I mean, they still have talent, especially on defense, but offensively, like you don't see the stars, you don't see the Travis Etns, mm-hmm. you don't see the Mike Williams, yeah, you don't see the T Higgins. Uh, and they were they were young last year, so I think there's hope. But the question is. Like, you know, was last year like a total aberration? And are we short selling them or are they starting to slip a little bit? Yeah. Is Dabo, is Dabo not quite ready to, to entertain the whole transfer portal and NIL and all that good stuff? Because he and, has been a little hesitant there. And they lost both coordinators at some point. I think we've seen this with everybody, even Joe Paterno to Bobby Bowden. There, they go through these rough patches when they don't adjust or if they adjust, they adjust late. And yeah, sometimes they can find a, a couple winning seasons later the fact, but uh, it starts with a, a, a three or four year window of going downhill. You're right. That coordinator thing is a massive X factor because uh, Elliot had been there for a long time. Venables had been there for a long time and that's continuity. That's like kind of the bread and butter of the Clemson program. And if they don't have that going, you know, a, a, a slight slip should be expected. You know, and like, if you look at it, they had the the 100th best offense in the country last year. That's insane. That yeah, you know, playing a, a very average ACC and average defenses in the ACC to have that bad of an offense is crazy. They had they were dead last in passing efficiency in the ACC. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and you look. I mean, there's, there's five stars, you know, up and down that that roster uh, on offense as well. So that, that was very surprising. Uh, the question is, you know, can, is it going to be more of a repeat, more of the same, or was it just a one year, you know, dip? And I would argue that is the question is, is I think there is blood in the water, but it's why I get frustrated with the ACC. Will anyone step up? You know, I mean, wake forest is doing its best job. Dave Claus is a fucking legend, but that's the one team that's completely going to get destroyed by Clemson because they can't block them. If NC State had any cojones, which we know they don't, and they're pretenders, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like Florida State, no pretenders. Can somebody please, fucking please, step up? Uh, well, well, look, m- maybe we should look at the schedule here, and maybe we should say that you know what the line is at ten and a half. And I'm going under. I'm going under, but I still have them. I think. I think they're in the driver's seat in the Atlantic. So we agree that they, they started the year off three and O without breaking a sweat, beating Georgia tech firm in Louisiana tech. Yeah. I'll tell you this though. If they haven't fixed the offense, Georgia tech almost beat them last year. They needed a goal line stand. <laughs> they needed a goal line stand to beat Georgia tech. And, and Georgia tech didn't have Jeff Sims that game. They started Jordan Yates. So I'm still taking them to go three and O though. Yes. To answer your question. And then there's the road trip at Wake Forest. They've they've had zero problems with Wake Forest. As great that of a job is doing there. Yeah, that defensive line is going to destroy them. They they try this short yeah. passing game with all your little <laughs> wide receiver screens and shit. <laughs> it ain't going to work. Yeah. What's that super delayed like uh, mesh point they do with their uh, inside zone? Yeah. And it's just like yeah. so I'm just going to take their offensive lineman and, and throw them. Throw them. <laughs> that uh, running style is like frustrating. Like you want to see the back hit the hole, and they teach their backs to kind of just you know, be patient, be like over patient. No, it works. And then, and I mean, it kind of works. I mean, it works if I they can know. hold their blocks. Yeah, it works if they're not playing Clemson. Well, yeah. we saw Kenneth Walker look a lot better at Michigan state than we did at wake forest. He was good at wake. Don't get me wrong. True. But like unleash your running backs. If you have talent there, unleash them. You know, that, that hesitation thing kind of it irritates me. It's irritating to watch, but give give Clawson uh, yeah, credit. He's I taking mean, shit, tiny dude. little school in Wake Forest, and <laughs> it made that offense oh, explode. He's doing a fantastic job. Well, I'll be honest. Like the, I love the hire they did of Brad Lambert at defensive coordinator. I think yes. he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. And I I wanted to, I, can, I I want to take Wake Forest to play in the championship game, but I just need. I know they're going to lose to Clemson. So that means I need Clemson to lose twice. I think Wake could run the table in the ACC besides Clemson. The question is, could anyone beat Clemson? Like Clemson's road schedule is a fucking joke in the conference. All right, like yes, yes they got to play. So we're talking two different things here. We're talking over under win total, and we're talking you know win the conference. Uh, within the conference, their toughest games are at home. That includes NC State, Miami, 
Syracuse. Louisville. <laughs> no, Syracuse. Syracuse plays them tough like every year, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could argue Wake Forest is, is a tough game too. I mean, you know, Wake, Wake Forest is a tough road trip, but not traditionally for Clemson. So Yeah, you know, I don't know. So basically, how many games in conference are they gonna lose? I think one. Yeah. And that's and in Chestnut Hill. <laughs> they'll get caught be. somewhere. You know, I think if you if you if they do have those offensive problems and uh as much as I think when I uh, the few times I watched uh, Shipley run the ball, Will Shipley, uh early on I said, Oh, he's slow, he's white, you know. And then later on I watched, I was like, he's almost there. He's almost figured it out, you know, and that's kind of what happened with Travion Henderson, where I was like, ah, he's not up to college speed yet. And then he got there in a hurry. And I think Will Shipley may take a step forward. I still don't know if they have the wide receiver threats. Ooh, and we're I, putting we're putting Will Shipley and Trayvon Henderson. No, in not same in the same there. conversation. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a guy. That, I like Shipley. I he, like Shipley. There's he's guys be a good that have it. Player. Yeah. There's guys that have it though, and there's guys that don't. You know, there's guys that can make it happen, make be playmakers, or you're not. You know, and I think he's about to enter into playmaker, which is what they projected him as. He's like legit four four guy. So like. <laughs> You know, it, but it wasn't clicking for him. But I saw a little bit of signs with him. Um, Shout out to Joe Hackney. He says, "Guys, Clemson averaged only eleven more passing yards than Iowa with Spencer Petras last year." <laughs> oh, yeah, touche, touche. That is, and 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 I believe, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of nuggets you can pull up on on Iowa's passing game, and that was horrible. And I also think Clemson struggled with big plays. I've I don't have the numbers in front of me for, for big plays though, like plays over 20 yards. I think Clemson really struggled to do that. That's, that's another factor of this is that if the, it doesn't matter how good Shipley is, if they can't throw the ball because the defense, well, I guess, I don't know. I mean, if you're playing, I don't know, but Florida state's defense, maybe you can, you can get away with still running the ball and them knowing that you're running it. But um, I do think you become so, so predictable that, it, that, well, yeah, they closes down your running lanes yeah. if you can't throw the ball. It bogs down your entire offense. You have to have, you have to be firing on both cylinders um, for it to be an explosive offense. I want to see where they were because last year in scoring offense they were where uh, they were 82, but in 2020 they were number four in the country in scoring offense. So we can maybe say that this was a one-year thing. I know obviously Trevor Lawrence was there in 2020. Can we assume Ugalele is going to take a step forward at all? I wouldn't say that type of step and, forward. And if though. he does, yeah. it is a true freshman Cade Klubnik ready. I mean, he was a, a very high recruit, but is he ready to step in right away? You have to. There's a learning curve. Like I would I, assume. I, don't care. I would assume the numbers go up, but I just don't know. Yeah. Like how? I I think you're susceptible if you're even if you're up twenty spots. If you're in the sixties. You are susceptible for more losses. You look at last year's schedule. I, and I, I think they were very fortunate to. I think they yes. were actually. I actually think you can throw them in the Michigan State bin as far as like one of the luckier teams in college football because Georgia Tech was at the one yard line knocking on the door. Uh, uh, Boston College without Phil Jerkovic only lost by six. Syracuse missed a game tying field goal. Uh, Louisville was at the one yard line four tries and, and got stopped. The Florida State game was closer than the score. I think you can make a a, a case. Uh, it, even the Iowa State bowl game, what didn't a bunch of players not play for Iowa State? I think you can make a case that I don't know that they turned that corner last year. You know, yeah, to, and, and 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 one other thing. So so maybe the offense is a little bit better this year. Well, the defense only brings back sixty one percent of their production, which is 89th in the country. Granted, like they got extremely, they got talent and athleticism and they got really good players coming up there on that defense, but the defense might not be quite as good as last year either. Cause it's going to be younger. Well, it can be, it can afford to be significantly worse and still be a damn good defense. Number two scoring defense in the country. I, so. I would expect, I expect them to take a step forward on offense, but a step back on defense just because Brent Venables is gone slight. I yeah. expect them to be a slightly better team. I don't know about what nine and three in the regular season. I would say 10 and two, which is still the under you know, especially yeah. with Notre well, Dame I think on they're the road lose at Notre Dame. That's the thing. Like if you're looking at a win total out of conference, really you have at Notre Dame and I guess home versus South Carolina. If I mean, obviously Clemson has owned the game clocks uh, lately, but uh, it really it, it, the overrunner might come down to that Notre Dame game. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 like I took a shot on them losing to Boston college and Notre Dame. When I filled out my, that's what, those are the two I thought. 
I don't feel confident with the Boston College play. I just feel like someone's gonna get them. Boston College almost beat him without Jerkovic last year, so maybe with Jerkovic, they can accomplish that. I just think that their offense won't be good enough to just run the table. Four I'd weeks stretch. Er- Go ahead, Nick. I would say earlier in the offseason, I was more down on Clemson, but I, I'm a little concerned we may you know, just be looking at last year and, and say, you know, there's no way they're going to come back to what they were for the last five or 10 years. I'm still on the under here. I, I, I do agree. I think they go 10 and two. I have them winning the Atlantic, but I have them also going under um, not one of my favorite plays. I was higher on it earlier in the year. Uh, I don't know. It's a very interesting year for Clemson. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Could go a, uh, uh, Number of different ways depending on how they adjust. So uh, the team that everyone's talking about that could beat Clemson, every single team is or every single publication, I'm sorry, is talking about. I mean, you go to ESPN, you go to wherever. Uh, they're saying NC State. This is the year NC State does it. Um, I'm not buying in. I think NC State was even luckier than Clemson last year when you consider uh, they missed. I mean, they didn't play Jerkovic. They didn't play a couple quarterbacks that that they didn't play Florida State with uh, uh, Travis. They had it with Mackenzie Milton. Um, they also play at East Carolina, so you know they're going to lose. So what do you make? I mean, <laughs> I I just I I personally would have Wake Forest ahead of NC State. I don't understand the. I mean, I get it. The returning production. I guess that that I understand that, but but they're still NC State. Are any of you taking NC State seriously? To win the ACC Atlantic, uh, yes, to win to. the Atlantic, yeah, you have to, but not I mean, as you like, have to take them seriously, yeah. To win the Atlantic, I, I'm not. There's, they're, they're one of three teams that could do it. I mean, what's your definition on seriously? I mean, they, they went nine and three in the regular season last year. Their two ACC losses were by a combined four points, both on the road at Miami at Wake Forest. Of course, you have to take them seriously. Like, look, we've already we did our NC State preview. We were both actually on the under, and and I am very concerned about the hype because I think it's impossible for the players not to 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 hear everybody talking about NC State. I mean, everybody is, and I live in Raleigh, and I can tell you when the expectations are high, usually the Wolfpack buckle. I'm not a hater. I want them to do well. I'm just telling you that that's usually the case. But you have to say that they're they're a main player. Of course, I, I have them on the same level as Louisville. <sighs> that's, that's a, a bit unfair. Disrespect after really? last year. That is yeah. a bit disrespectful. Uh, look, can I bring up my case on on Louisville last year? Well, NC State won by fifteen against Louisville. How about th- how about that for starters? Okay. Boom! Get him, NC Nick. Okay, get him, NC Nick. <laughs> but but uh, Louisville lost at Wake by three. They lost by one to Virginia. They lost by six to Clemson at the one yard line. This was a, a team that was pretty fucking close to being a nine win team. Okay. I mean, NC state lost by three at wake force. They beat Clemson and I mentioned they beat Louisville. Yes. I, so you're saying Louisville's a contender to win the Atlantic, but NC no, state I, isn't? I, I have them on the same level. I said, I NC didn't say it's a notch above. I mean, I, I disagree. Look, NC state's well, win total is eight and a half. Louisville's is six and a half. I understand. That tell that. you everything that you need to know. I'm. Uh, that's my point of me calling it out. Is I'm saying I have them in the same tier. Now, let me let me yeah. push back with some stats for you right here. Uh, Louisville last year, or NC State last year, number twenty nine offense. Louisville number forty one offense. Uh, NC State last year, number. Gosh, I just had it a second ago. Um, I know Louisville seven. Uh, NC State number fourteen defense. Louisville number seventy seven. Defense, so a uh, significant di- uh, difference on the defense. Uh, similar offensively. So uh, uh, Malik Cunningham. Here's my point, though. Those defensive numbers, yes, they had they played better than on Louisville on defense last year. But I also think they caught the breaks. They got Clemson in the first ACC game. That offense got better. It was the Clemson offense was better at the end of the year than the beginning of the year. They caught Boston College without Phil Jerkovic. They caught Miami was in that was what Van Dyke's like first or second start. Right, they caught uh, they caught uh, Florida State without without uh, Travis, and they had Mackenzie Milton. Uh, and I believe, am I did 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 Sam Howell play the final game of the year? 
I'm pretty sure Sam Howell didn't. Sam Howell didn't play the game against Furman. Okay, okay. I know he missed. I know he missed a game, but yes, um, NC State limited Sam Howell to 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 under 150 yards passing, one touchdown, and one interception in the uh, game uh, in Raleigh against NC State. I see your point, but also NC State lost their arguably their two best defensive players out for the year very early in the season, so that wasn't catching a break. Uh, Yeah, so they're they're loaded on defense. Offensively, they lose their top two uh, running backs, their top receiver, but Leary has been there forever by now. I think uh, that that offense, they're going to be able to to fill those holes at running back and receiver. Got a lot of the offensive line coming back. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think you have to put NC State above Louisville right now, and I think they'll finish probably with at least one, if not two more wins than the Cardinals. I agree. I, I disagree. And, and mainly you look, and to me, the hardest thing to do in college football is win on the road. What they did last year by getting Boston college on the road, getting Florida state on the road with that, with their backup quarterbacks, they're not going to be that lucky this year. And to me, you replace those with losses. You have a seven and five team. And I think that's what they're kind of going to look like when it's all said and done. Uh, Could be North, you, North you Carolina with losses. I mean, they beat Florida State by fourteen, and they beat Boston College by twenty six. Let's so go to the schedule. I, Let's yeah. go to the schedule. Let's take a look. Well, uh, so I saying, agree but, that they have backup quarterbacks, and but I don't think if even if the starting quarterbacks for for BC and, and Florida State were in, I don't think you automatically chalk may, them up as L's. Maybe you can make the case with Florida State with Boston College. The jump from Jerkovic to Grosko. Oh my fucking god. That was a catastrophic difference to me. That was Agreed, a catastrophic difference. That doesn't that doesn't equal an automatic win for BC. Oh, I I just think they would have lost those games. Uh, NC State sucks on the road every year. All right, they beat, and, and well, they beat you know Boston what? Week College. one, week one yeah. this year. We're yeah. gonna find out. There we go. Uh, how about this? They go at ECU, at Clemson, at Syracuse, at Louisville, at North Carolina. I see five losses right there. Well, I see you know five what? losses right there. They've they've owned UNC and Chapel Hill lately. I think they've won three out of the last four road games. So that kind of disproves a little bit what you said there. I mean, that's is that really a road game? <laughs> you said on the road, man. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. But I'm saying it's not, they're not getting on a fucking plane. They're going to what, drive ten minutes to hostile, that wine and cheese crowd, hostile environment in North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I I I'll, I'll, I'm making a bet with you right now, buddy. Louisville beats NC State in Louisville. Wow! I can see it happening. Wow! Boom! There it is. I I know. Right now, it seems like I'm very high on NC State. Colby is is not, you know. And I actually have NC State probably going eight and four this year. I have the under. I don't have NC State winning the Atlantic. But at the same time, you don't have to be disrespectful because Doran's doing a hell of a job there, (laughs) and eight and four is still a pretty good season. Getting getting to him a little, Colby. Getting to him. Eight and four is pretty good. <laughs> eight and four is a pretty good season, but I don't got him eight and four. I got him seven and five or six and six. Talk to me after the season. Boom. I can't wait to see the Wolf Pack. Let me tell you what. Six and six since Come two on. since two thousand three. They've got to nine wins, which you'll have to get in order to get the over. Since two thousand three, <laughs> they've gotten to nine wins once in the regular season. It was last year. So. uh Odds they replicate that with a couple uh what looked like potential losses. I just didn't see it. I didn't see yeah. the X factor. That they says, gave Clemson every chance to win that game, by the way, too. They did. That was a cl- they missed some Don't get me key wrong. field goals. They're a good team, seven and five, eight and four, I think is right. I'm on the under. But if you had to you go pe- pecking order, you would put my argument was I think Wake Forest should be nationally second in the ACC. Like, okay. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Everyone's okay. saying NC State is the is the team that that some people have them ahead of Clemson. I'm looking at maybe perhaps we should end with this. All right, Mark Twain once said, "Whenever you find <laughs> yourself on the side of of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect." <laughs> Take another road less travel. <laughs> all of us are on NC State and the under. We are not part of the majority because everybody is screaming NC State, NC State, NC State. So. Take that for what it's worth. Another fa- great quote this is where uh, we make our money. I, I, uh, the Mark Twain <laughs> said is he goes, you, you hit the road, you lose in college football. <laughs> All right. It's a All right. Less, and I believe in that. Quote, I, you got to go deep for that one, man. All right. Uh, All right. Well, let's, let's talk. Um, Let's talk then wake forest, wake forest, demon Deeks. What path do you think? I mean, I actually think they could go 11 and one and miss out on the fucking ACC championship. 
because of that loss to Clemson, because Clemson would have the tiebreaker. You pull up the Demon Deacon schedule. I don't know. I mean, where, where's the losses? They have NC State's number, Louisville, probably, right? I got Louisville winning the national championship, guys. <laughs> uh, what was the count in that Louisville game last year? They uh, they won 37 34. Those games wow. are wild. The wakey leaks. Yeah, in Winston Salem. So now they got to go to the shack this year. Uh, no, wake schedule is, is genius. I mean, I guess you can chalk up Clemson as a loss. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's at home. No, Maybe it's a one loss. of these years it's they a finally loss. show up. You're probably right. Other <laughs> than that, there is not any surefire L. If anything, I I think they might be favored in every other game other than maybe at NC State, but they've owned NC State lately. So uh, people that are sleeping on Wake Forest uh, do so at your own peril potentially. And I do believe we were talking injuries in NC State. I think Wake Forest, if memory serves me correct, was like one of the most injured teams in the nation last year. They lost their wide receiver for the season before the season even started. They got hit on the offense and defensive line. And I think they lost their top linebacker for the year last year as well. So I, this team and getting Brad Lambert, I'm telling you, telling you, Dave Klaus. Yeah, look, we saw when there was a good defensive coordinator at Wake Forest, Mike Elko, current head coach of Duke, he had those defenses, I think, like ranked in like the 40s or so. Yeah. Which is really good for Wake Forest because I think last couple of years have been like in the 90s or, or even north of 100. So if you compare a little defense with that offense. That's going to hum. I mean, Hartman for Heisman, right? So uh, yeah, if that defense can improve, then you're looking at a wake force team, which could be better than last year. Even if they do lose Jaquari Roberson and, and Beal Smith and you know, some of the other playmakers, but yeah, I, I think wake is not going anywhere. So, so, so I have my pecking order in the Atlantic. I'm putting Clemson at one. Cause I think they beat wake. Wake at two. At three, I have the Louisville Cardinal. Wow. Mm. Do you have NC State at three, Nick? Yes. Patty C, what do you have? I do too. I think I think Louisville's got too many question marks. You know, the seventy-seven defense versus that fourteen defense that stands out. That stands out. And and I have even another team higher than Louisville. Wow. And that is Boston College, and. New to the chat, Maddie Ice twenty three. I'm guessing he's a BC guy. What's up, man? Uh, I don't think you can just say Louisville's better than Boston College, especially if you have a healthy Jerkovic all year. Well, I mean, I, I hasn't Louisville owned them lately? I feel like I thought that was uh, like Halfley is still what? What is this year three for him? Year f- how many years? Is that uh, this is three. This is three. For yeah. Him. So yeah. the dude, he's a right guy for the job. He's turning around the program. You get a healthy quarterback play. You're right. That without Jerkovic, the offense was rough. You got Garwo coming back as a good running back. Uh, I, you know, it, I don't know. I, I just think the, that they've been snake bit with injuries of late. And if they can get relatively healthy this year, I think they're probably the fourth best team uh, uh, over uh, Louisville. I mean, I'm on the over in BC. I think they're better than what people realize. And I think Phil jerk, like seeing all these people talk about Devin Leary and, and Ryan Van Dyke and stuff. I, I think the best quarterbacks in this league are Hartman, Brandon Armstrong, Phil Jerkovic. Um, Malik, Mal, uh, Mal, yeah. Mal, Malik Cunningham too. Sorry. Um, I think those four, and I would actually have Cunningham ahead of Jerkovic. Um, Maybe not as a pro prospect, but as a college player, yeah, yeah. I can give a shit so, about pro football. All right. I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair My enough. problem with Louisville is it's been the same thing. I mean, they've been so finesse. The defense has been so soft under Satterfield. You know, I'm wearing an app state hat here. I'm a Satterfield guy, but I'm surprised with their lack of physicality since he's got there. Well, it's easy to see a tide turn, buddy, because you lose that many close games. Now, let me ask you. Let so I got a little tidbit I want to throw in real quick. What's but, that? Go. Uh, Wake Forest number four scoring offense in the country last year, number eighty-eight scoring defense in the country. Brad Lambert at Purdue, who has a similar offensive mo as Wake Forest, yeah. like get the ball down the field, move fast. Uh, he had the number thirty-four defense as his first stop. It, and at, if you looked at Purdue's defense the year before, it was terrible. It was terrible. And yeah. guess what? He was Marshall's defensive coordinator number the year before. Number one in the nation. Number one in the yeah. nation. Yeah. So this and forty-seven the year before is. The He's DC. a Bill Snyder guy. It was a great fucking hire. Absolutely if great Wade hire. Can, can jump into that top fifty, top forty defensively and maintain that offense. Hey, they yeah. are the number two, obviously, at that and, point. And I know we're jumping around everywhere right here, and but maybe we can organize this a little bit. But look at Louisville's 
uh, road trips. Uh, starting off right off the bat at Syracuse. When they should win that. Then at UCF, I think that's a loss. I think Central Florida is better. I think that's a 50 50 game, but uh, I think Louisville was fortunate to win last year. I think the Golden Knights, the very Golden Knights, there you go. win at home. I, I do favor, Louisville. I do favor uh, UCF by like a field goal in that game, but I, and then it wouldn't th- shock me. And then back to back road trips at Boston College at UVA. No fans, they can win those. And then you're at Clemson. And Loss. you're at Kentucky, who has also owned you of late. They probably lose to Kentucky too. So obviously that doesn't affect their ACC record, but still, I think uh, th- that six true road games, not an easy one of the in there. All right, but let me ask you about Boston College. All right, at Virginia Tech, at Florida State. Uh, okay, those are not too daunting. Dude, Boston College lost to Florida State last year in Chestnut <laughs> Hill. All right. With Dragovic, right? Uh then at Wake Forest. Then Patty C's game at Yukon. <laughs> Don't sleep on the Huskies. And then at NC State and at Notre Dame. I would argue they have a harder road schedule. Oh, uh, I don't think so. At Notre that's, Dame. That's tough also. Yeah. Trust me, that's tough also. But at what at, at UCF or at Yukon, which one's tougher? Well, okay. Fair you give me the at Virginia Tech at Florida State. Those were 500 teams a year ago. Does anyone give a rat's ass about the pecking order from number three to number five? Of I the want your pecking ACC order. ACC Atlantic. I want your pecking order of the Atlantic. <laughs> That's a fair point, Patty. <laughs> uh, my pecking order in the ACC Atlantic is Clemson number one, maybe Wake number one, but probably Clemson, uh, just because they're going to beat them head to head. Then I'm going NC State. I'm buying a little bit of that hype then over Wake. No, Wake's number two. Oh, Wake, Wake number, number two, two. NC State number three. I'm going Boston College number four. I'm going Louisville number five. And you have sold me that Florida State is done, though. But again, turnkey program. You say the talent's not there. I watched a little tape. The talent is there. The talent is there, Colby. Well, you're apparently not if you're pro- pro- projecting them that far back in the ACC. Well, you have sold me that they're, <laughs> they're going to be terrible. Uh, history has to take over at some point. It we has- do need to talk about Florida State because I've been hearing more and more people high on Florida State. And I'm not buying it yet. It happens every year. It, uh, I'm not buying it yet. Yeah, I went back and listened to our locks episode from last year. Patty C was on the over on Florida State. <laughs> That was that was oh, one of those ones. What, I missed it by a half game, and they they uh, lost on a hail mary, uh, on eighty yard hail that mary. That wasn't even the, a hail mary. That was like a, a uh, deep yeah. post. It was terrible. Right? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst defensive plays I've ever seen. Uh, um, they also lost to Jacksonville State. Is that what? That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. If they had gotten that win, they would have had the over, and I, I would and, be the one talking shit right now. And people have been saying that the second half of the year, Florida State looked a lot better. I mean. I guess I mean they they beat Miami at home by three. That was and a wild they beat game. Boston College by three. Those were two good wins. Then they lost to Florida, which I mean that was a Florida team that had quit. Yeah, I yeah, didn't I, see yeah, that. It was, it was in the swamp. They lost by three, but hate, that wasn't impressive. Hate, 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 hate. You are. 90s ACC fans, just like I am, only you can't let it go. You well, can't are you going let over. It... Are you going over six and a half wins? No, I'm going under. <laughs> what's the what's the lock you feel best about in in the Atlantic? Because I'll have you, I'll have the listeners know we were spot on last year. We locked the over on NC State. Me and Nick cashed on that. Uh, we also what did we have? I, I think Wake. We locked up Wake as well, uh, and that cashed. Um, What's the one? I to me, it's Louisville over six and a half. That that's my favorite play in the Atlantic. Wow! Yeah. I thought that was one of the toughest ones to pick. I, I took over on Louisville. I think they they're probably a, a seven and five team this year. I'm shocked that it's your lock though. Uh, if anything, I, you know the team we just mentioned. I'll take the under on Florida State. Mm. I do the like that a lot Syracuse too. Under on Syracuse might be appealing also. I got I got the over on Wake. That seems. I mean, the nine conference mm. schedule: VMI, Vandy, Liberty. Uh, who else are they even? Army, draw? Army. That yeah. they could actually, but they get them at home. And then look, it's just, that's a cakewalk for Wake if they're anywhere near as good. And especially if Lambert's a good defensive coordinator. I think you might be right. I think that. I mean, uh, two good points there. I do like the Florida State. I do like the Wake. On our locks episode, I'm pretty sure you're going to hear me call a couple of these, but. Um, I do like Louisville a lot. I, I think I think they're more talented right. than what people hmm. think. I do think Cunningham is is not yeah. getting enough love. 
He's he's basically Lamar Jackson. He's basically Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, maybe not quite, but B plus Lamar Jackson. Watch them lose to Syracuse in the opener. <laughs> <laughs> Lane Elliott, what's up going? What's going on, man? How we doing? Uh all right. Well, look, do we want to talk about Syracuse at all? Do we want to talk about the Qs? Uh, uh what's what what saves his job? What does Babers have to do? Six and six? I think he has to go bowling. Yeah. Six and, and I, six I on that be, schedule? I think that's challenging. I'm loading up the cues, the orange men's schedule. If they were to pull the upset against Louisville, they do have Yukon on deck. Why is the whole ACC is, is Yukon in the ACC? <laughs> I just saw NC State playing Yukon. Uh that the, then who Boston College is at Yukon. Syracuse they're, is at Yukon. New Mexico State of the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean, hold on. I can see. Okay, so if they beat UConn one, they got Wagner two. Ah, uh, maybe Florida State in the dome. I mean, there's some potential. They could beat UVA at home. They could. They uh, could. But I think it's a tough schedule. I don't see them getting to six. I think the more I look at this, I'm not a believer in Syracuse. Slam beyonder. Uh, yeah, I think so. What about what they hired UVA's offensive coordinator last year, Robert and I? Yeah, and I can that can that be? Can he? Will he know how to use Schrader? So Garrett Schrader, as much as I love his style, I love it. I love it, man. I'm I a big it, fan. Big fan here. The dude, I don't think I don't. I'm not sure if he can throw a forward pass, <laughs> <laughs> but he can run, man. <laughs> At some point, I mean, look, three weeks in a row they play NC State, Clemson, and Notre Dame, and then Pitt. Those are four tough defenses. Yeah, they're gonna get their ass kicked. He uh, had uh, 781 rushing yards last year and only 1,400 passing yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, should we lock up the under? Should that be in contention here? I know it, we're, it's, we're it's tempting. I, once again, I've heard some national publications a little high on Syracuse. Again, I don't see it. I'm not buying. I'm on the under on the Qs. Their away games are fucking brutal. They go to UConn. At no one goes into Rensselaer Field and gets it done. <laughs> then at Clemson, at Pitt, at Wake, at Boston College, and, and especially ending the year with those two road trips at Wake, at BC. You know, I mean, is Babers even there at that point? Look, yeah, yeah. These I are mean, these are Babers seasons at Syracuse. Uh, four, I think he's a good coach. Well, the stats say otherwise. Four and eight, four and hard eight. place to he win. He had a yeah. one, 10 and three season. It yeah. was I miraculous. Mean, that, that should, he should get a statue but, built for him. That's for true. That. <laughs> exactly. But other than that, five and seven, one and 10, five and seven. So he's gotten the over once in six years so, so far. I think, especially with the schedule, take the under again. He At had worst, some you things push. working against him for the COVID year. I want to say like they, they, they couldn't practice or something. I remember New York, this, you would something figure. happened in COVID where he, he was really affected by well, that. That's one state that actually was getting destroyed by COVID. So shout out to the sense. chat, by the way, shout out to lane Elliott, shout out to magic man Blanco, shout out to Joe Hackney and, and Ryan McIntyre uh, squad. Just, yeah. Got a great, great. The chat's rolling. Got any questions on ACC football? Let's answer them. All right. Fire those things away. All right. Uh, all right, so picks for the Atlantic. Are we all three on Clemson? Is yes. it is it that boring? Unfortunately, dude, I want to take Wake. I love the Lambert hire. I just need Clemson to lose another game, and they don't play any fucking tough road games. Look, it's like, Clemson, I, yeah, I mean, Clemson has has owned the ACC lately. They didn't get there last year. It's not going to happen two years in a row. Give me Clemson. But last year they had to go into NC State. You know, What's and odds. What's their odds on Clemson? Is, is it is it fairly decent odds? I mean, because in years past, like Clemson to win the Atlantic was, you know, it's like there's no reason to bet it because you'd be laying so much juice to be crazy. Well, hold on, hold on, but but I, I want to hammer this point home. To me, yeah. when when I when I look at these teams, especially your your top like ten teams uh, preseason, I always look for the road game that's the trap spot. I was on Pitt beating Clemson before the season ever got kicked last year. Yeah, right. I said, oh, they got to go to Pitt. They're gonna lose that game, right? You look at the schedule here, and I, 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 even I don't feel confident with my Boston College play. I'm saying, oh, that's the one they're gonna lose. And in my head, I'm like, uh, you know, I sometimes I have a better feel. Like when when Ohio State played at Purdue or Iowa, and I was like, oh, yeah. those are the ones they're gonna lose. They don't really go into a hornet's nest, you know. I mean, in in conference, in conference, they get Georgia Tech in that that Mercedes Benz Stadium. They don't even play at fucking Bobby Dodd, right? Then then they go to Wake. 
then at BC, I mean, Florida state is, is the one, but I just think Florida state's so far behind it. They weren't that far behind last year. Yeah, but I just don't think they're good. Florida State. Well, you're is a not certified good. hater, so um, uh, apparently I'm a hater on Clemson. So how how the fuck? Which one am I right now? All right. <laughs> well, well you're giving Clemson. Clemson love right now. Some. <laughs> Speaking of Clemson, Magic Man Blanco says, "What happens to the ACC when Clemson leaves?" Uh. That's mm. probably a, a podcast for a, a different time. I mean, I don't know if they're leaving anytime soon. I don't know if well, nice South to Carolina be the big fish. If I'm Dabo Sweeney, as much as I want that SEC money, you might not want to leave because South, Cal- yeah. South Carolina certainly does not want them in the SEC. Not that that matters all that much. I mean, because yeah. A and M didn't want Texas either, but and yeah. we saw it happened. But I, I don't some, know. That's, that's, Tennessee didn't want Vandy. When 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 Clemson was like making the playoff every year, they'd be squeaking by eight and four uh, Auburn, eight and four uh, Texas A and M. Yeah, it's like that's what they're going to become in the SEC. Yeah, yeah they really will. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, so unfortunately, I am I am taking Clemson to win. My pecking order goes like this: Uh, Clemson one, uh, Wake two, Louisville three, NC State four, Boston College five, Syracuse six. Worst Florida, Florida State, State six. Oh, I'm sorry. Syracuse I'm sorry. Seven. Florida State six, Syracuse seven. I can't count, guys. Um, Patty C. Roughly similar. I think uh, we mentioned. I mean, if I'm gonna. What's your basement? Rattling. What's off, your basement? Gotta be. Gotta be Q's. Q's. Yeah. Agreed. Do you have Boston College behind Florida State? No, no you you had you had Boston College ahead. Of I think Florida I have Florida State, State yeah. second to last, just because I think their schedule is a little tough. But I think at once you get past Clemson and Wake and really NC, uh, I don't know. Florida State and Louisville about the same to me. So let me ask you this: Is Norvell Florida State's coach next year? This time, <sighs> Babers, we all said no, right? He's gone because we need, we said six and six would get him it. I thought, yeah, I think Babers is gone. I, I think mean, Norvell's gone too. Personally, I think he has to win seven. I even think six and six. He's not there. He's not it's coming. Year back. three, like. It is Florida State becoming more realistic as who they are now and not who they used to be. Do they give them a fourth year? I think they. I'm going to say no. They need to gauge prime time because I feel like he's the obvious guy, and yeah. if he's ready to go, then boom. boom, they pull the trigger. But if he wants to stay one more year at Jackson State, then they they give Norvell another shot. And, That's and what nobody's I think. hating on Norvell, but prime time, Dion as the coach of Florida State. I mean, how much fun is that? Yeah, too I, good. I'm too still good. hoping he goes to like Memphis. <laughs> Actually, I'm hoping Jackson State comes the fuck up. All right, hey Sunbelt, open those doors. Uh, yeah, buddy. Uh, all right, look, uh, I gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta cut to commercial for a second here before we talk coastal, the greatest division in all of football. Uh, I want to tell you though that the college football experience, ACC and Mountain West season preview episodes, are brought to you by WinBet. Yes, uh, right now WinBet, you can bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by us, our SGP at discord. Make sure to check out our new discord server is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. I can't recommend the seasons right around the corner guys. It is a lot of fun. I don't care this. You could be at a funeral having fun on discord. All right. You can just be sitting there saying, Hey, you know, Oh man, are they going to cover this spread? And you're sitting uh, 20 of us sitting in the discord channel talking about, Oh man, fucking Louisville can't play defense. The run defense, you know, it's just fun. You're All right. So screaming hop in at that there, funeral. hop in there. Yeah. You'll be at that funeral saying the run defense is still shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, check out the discord channel. All right. We're, we're, we're back talking. ACC football. Here we go with the coastal odds on favorite is Miami at uh, to win the division at plus one fifty. If you're buying into Mario Cristobal, <laughs> Pitt and Pat Narduzzi, he might tell everyone to get fucked by the time the season starts. He already told Lincoln Riley that, and then he told Mark Whipple that. I'm I'm kind of a. I feel like maybe I should change my pick to Pitt. Kind of love what Pat Narduzzi is doing over there. Um, they're plus two sixty. Mac Brown, Mac Brown, uh, plus four hundred with the Tar Heels. UVA. I was shocked to see the odds on UVA here. 
as the fourth favorite at plus 700 to win the, uh, the coastal. What am I missing here? Uh, Their schedule. Yeah, that's true. Virginia tech is plus <laughs> 1000. Georgia tech is plus 3,500 and Duke is plus uh, 10 billion. I think <laughs> let me um, tell you one other thing that you're missing on uh, UVA. You're judging Tony Elliott entirely on last year. I've heard you say it like a million times Yeah, that you just Robin's racing, buddy. <laughs> Robin is racing. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Tony Elliott, uh, Darlington champion. Um, look, they got a quarterback. They got a guy, right? And the ACC's up for grabs. So that's kind of all you need. Brandon Armstrong should have transferred to Syracuse and followed his OC. That's true. We probably would have put up similar stats. Uh, what do you guys make of those odds? I was a bit surprised. I think Virginia was the one that stood out to me as well. For uh, for me, like I think it's a two horse race. Well, I guess it's not fair because it is the coastal. Yeah, I was about to anything say anything goes. It's a fucking it's, it's seven really horse race. The seven horse right? race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Duke might be fifty to one. Uh, you know, but who knows? Uh, but uh, the, the way I, I look at Miami and Pitt, Miami does get Pitt at home, but that's not that big of an advantage. Where, but also Miami plays at Clemson. They get a cross divisional game against Clemson. Pitt dodges Clemson. It might almost be as simple as that. If you, if, if everything else is equal, I'm going Pitt to win the Coastal. I had the hardest time doing this uh, as far as the Coastal. Atlantic, I feel pretty fucking rock solid. The Coastal, I need a, I need a glass of whiskey just to to play it out in my head. All right, because I'm just sitting there like, wait. So if we're following recruiting rankings. North Carolina should be the team to beat. I'll pour you one. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. North <laughs> Carolina should be the team to beat based on recruiting rankings this year, right? You would think, yeah. No, me okay, and Nick actually looked this up. Looked we it. looked this up. Yeah, um, they're replacing four on the offensive line, and they're breaking in a brand new quarterback. But I do believe in Phil Longo's offense, right? I I think you go back to to watch the uh, the old Miss games where Hugh Freeze was fucking with Nick Saban. Guess who that OC was. Phil Longo. I think, I think Longo is a very good offensive coordinator. And I think this offense will be firing away regardless of who's quarterback, who's running back, who's wide receiver. Um, and I do think there's value in them. I was telling, I, I was sitting here in the office telling Kramer, I was like, dude, I think there's Virginia Tech's an enigma to me and North Carolina's kind of an enigma. And I think both, both could really, all you gotta do is win the, the division. I'm not saying like, I know Carolina plays in uh, back-to-back away games in the Sun Belt. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, to start their, their like week one and week two of the season, but they can even lose to Notre Dame. All they have to do, I mean, yes, at Miami, but it, I think North Carolina can win at Miami. I think that's like a 50 50 game, right? And then at Virginia, at Wake, I'm sorry. And then at Duke, obviously, I forgot that one, but I, I think they could. I think uh, even if they lose to Wake, where are their flat out losses in this, in what? this, I think they're going to beat Pitt in Keenan Memorial. They have a bye week before that. They almost beat Pitt in Pitt. and went to overtime last year. I think they can beat them. It, My it, problem with that? UNC, I think is that they're, I think they're too young. I think next year is really the year that you look for UNC. So obviously with, with Sam Howell gone, we don't know what their quarterback is going to be. Uh, they lose almost their entire offensive line. We don't know what that's going to be. That, that could be a blessing. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, uh, as a whole, the offense returns 49% of last year's production, which ranks 114th in the country. The defense was awful last year. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're recruiting. Well, they're getting talent in there and they might have a defensive coordinator now that can do something with it. But I think that all takes time. Uh, I mean, if you look at a stretch of games, like in the mid, in the mid season last year, uh, Miami dropped 45 on UNC. Notre Dame put 44 and Wake Forest put up 55 on them. Uh, and you know, I think the the offense is n- going to be nowhere near as good as last year and the defense is not quite ready to make up for that gap. I still think the offense will be fucking good. I don't know how. I mean, but maybe towards the towards the middle or the end of the year, but you know, how can you feel that way when there's a question mark at quarterback and O-line? I think they've been recruiting and I thought they did a great job in the portal, bringing in some offensive line help. They still have that stud receiver. What, what's his name? Uh, Josh Downs. Yeah, He's Josh Downs. And I think their quarterback play will be solid. I really, I really think Longo is a. It's like Levy. It's like wherever those guys go, I think those offenses are going to fly. 
so so we, I, we've just never seen those quarterbacks play at all, uh, other than I think against Furman last year. <laughs> there we go. Criswell, so, twenty-one attempts. Drake May, ten attempts. So kind of, but both. I mean, Criswell, sixty-two percent completion percentage. Drake May, seventy. Uh, both one touchdown, zero interceptions. So good starts, but. You know, that's that's a lot of uncertainty I mean, for me as well to project them as the coastal champions in a in a division that's very like usually pretty close. I'm just saying Drake May, four star. This 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 is the most interesting division in the ACC because of this. First off, it always you, is. You have yeah. Pitt. <laughs> I think Pitt, as much as I like their roster, like if on based on roster, I think Pitt's the best team. But all these teams have question marks. Ryan Van Dyke, sophomore slump, he's in a brand new offense. Uh, the, their receiver position is a little questionable right now. He, and, and as much as I'm a Van Dyke guy, and I've been telling you guys this since like mid season last year, I'm a, I'm starting to get a word about the hype around him too, because everybody seems to be on Van Dyke. And a, you know, as a young guy, maybe that gets to you. I don't think so. I think he'll be fine. But yeah, for Pitt, I like Pitt's defense. Their defense could be really good. I think and, so too. But, and but with Miami and UNC, those are, are those are those are weaknesses, man. Those are glaring weaknesses. Has Keaton Slovis ever completed a season healthy though? That that's a yeah. that's a, gotta be a big question mark. So then you get you drop into North Carolina. Yes, they have question all these teams to me have question marks. Virginia Tech is one that I truly have no fucking idea what to expect, but I see it at plus one thousand. I say, why why not? You have a great you have one of the best, if not the best, home field environment in the whole coastal. They're my sleeper. They're definitely my sleeper. They're getting completely slept on by everyone, and they have just as good a chance as anyone. Yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> I Duke- would agree that with how wacky the coastal is, you know, you're talking about Miami at one fifty, uh, you know, plus one fifty, Pittsburgh at plus two sixty. I don't know if that's good enough for me to. I don't feel that great about either one of them. So maybe you do go with more of a longer shot, like a UNC or a Virginia Tech. I mean, not that I like the Hokies this year. I'm actually on the under. <laughs> The, the, the overrunners at six and a half. And I think they have a kind of a tough schedule and just so many question marks. Uh, I'm actually on the under, but I could see it making sense, you know, to take a shot at them I, I, to win the coastal. I also think like if without Mark Whipple, if they go back to ground and pound Narduzzi, he gets a winning, he'll have winning seasons. He'll beat teams. They shouldn't, but That's they huge. also, they also play these close fucking games where you live by that. You die by that. So they I lost think to Western Michigan at home last year. Say no more. And that's with Dude, Whipple. That's what the, the top ten Slovis. I know that uh, freaking uh, the guy at USC or that's now at uh, uh, JT Georgia, Daniels, Georgia yeah. Southern. No, no, uh, oh, the coach. Clay Helton. Clay Helton, decent offensive coach, gets good production out of his quarterbacks, but fifty-eight touchdowns, twenty-four interceptions, career for Slovis, sixty-eight percent completion percentage for Slovis. I'm assuming the offense is going to be in good hands if he can stay healthy. That's that, the big. That's if. a big. That's a big if. But though, Pitt yeah. is based on that defense a shoe in for this. I think Miami's overrated off the uh, uh, Cristobal hype, and um, I mean I, I do think Van Dyke. I think they'll be one of a few teams in contention for it. This is this is the this is very it's a fun. shit show. It's very a fun. Shit show. Let's talk UVA. Make me a case that UVA wins the coastal. Uh, Dontavian Wicks, Brennan Armstrong. I I just don't think they're that good. I think the well, defense I, I think, was really yeah. bad last year. The case is the schedule and the offense. I'm I'm pulling up the schedule right now. Now and, and I guess you know their their out of conference schedule is is not much at all. They I, in lost. Conference, the, I'm sorry. They they lost some offensive linemen to the portal. I mean, is that O line? They weren't even great last year. Yeah. So maybe they lost the best center in the country in the portal. That sucks. Uh, Brandon Armstrong learning a new offense. I mean, I I imagine Tony Elliott is going to say, "Hey, we should do a lot of what we were doing last year because it was fucking amazing." But I just wonder about this team. But yeah, what were you saying about the schedule, Nick? Well, I mean, you get Syracuse and Louisville from the Atlantic. I think that's a a, a plus, especially Louisville at home and at Syracuse, and then your other road games uh, in conference at Duke, at Georgia Tech. They can win both those. So really, the only the toughest in conference road game is at Virginia tech and the Hokies have owned UVA, <laughs> Dude, but <laughs> we, we have no idea how good the Hokies are going to be this year. That's still, you have to say that's a very winnable game. So they're, Dude, this schedule they're does suck. awesome. This is the best schedule I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, their, their road games are at Louisville. The the second no, no, end no, of not, a, not Louisville or at Illinois, rather at Illinois, five wins last year. Yeah. Syracuse fight. What? Four or five wins last year. Georgia Tech three wins last Duke, year. After Duke a three. bye, they even get to prep for Georgia Tech. 
Yeah. Uh, did I miss the Duke one? Uh, they don't yeah. register to me. And then four straight home games against all like the, the meat of the conference. Miami, North Carolina, Pitt, and then Coastal. What if Tony Elliott won the Coastal? There, there are another I'll go and say it. I think this might be the the easiest road schedule in Power Five. Yeah, I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be. Even now, Virginia Tech say, had a losing record last year. I will say, watch out for your two uh, your two Sun Belt opponents coming into Charlottesville, Patty C. Because uh, obviously we know what coastal can do, and don't sleep on Old Dominion and the Monarchs either. Hey, it has zero bearing on the conference race, though. That's true. You know, th- th- those are probably two of their bigger threats uh, on this schedule because it's such a cakewalk. UVA, a definite sleeper, not getting very much hype. Brennan Armstrong probably has a gigantic chip on his shoulder about it too. Getting getting slept on. All right, so so let's let's get to this here. Who wins? Who wins the coastal? Who is your pick? I'm gonna go with the North Carolina Tar Heels. I, I just I, look. I don't know what to expect. I, if Narduzzi's going back to ground and pound, they're gonna lose a couple games that they shouldn't. And Slovis is a gigantic fucking question mark. Miami put a target on their back, and I think Van Dyke's g- g- entering a new offense, and I, I think they have some some very uh, like the receiver positions a big question mark for the Hurricane. Uh, then. Virginia, okay, Virginia could totally fuck me over here because I'm not expecting them to be good, and that schedule's amazing. Uh, I, and Virginia Tech, I kind of don't know what to expect, but I like Grant Wells. I know a lot of people have been talking shit about Grant Wells. I think Grant Wells is going to be is going to prove a lot of people wrong. I think Grant Wells is going to look the the part, and and I do think the Hokies. I, I wouldn't mind that play at plus one thousand to win to win the uh, the, the coastal. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's the best, probably the best value in there. I don't know. I'm taking North Carolina. I got Clemson versus Pitt in uh and I have Clemson winning it kind of, you know, back to the usual in the ACC. Oh, yeah. well guess what? I'm taking North Carolina to beat Clemson. It almost happened uh what? Year 1 in the Mac Brown era. They went That's for two right. in the win. That's right. They didn't get it and uh I think uh, we, when we pulled up those those composites, Clemson right there or North Carolina right there with Clemson as far as talent. Go big or go home, and Colby is going large. Yes, Give me the is. Tar Heels, and by the way, to win the conference for the Tar Heels plus fifteen hundred. Throw, throw a hundred spot on that. <laughs> this might be a great look at the end of the year if it hits. Throw a hundred spot on that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Gene Chizik hire. We didn't talk about that. Right. Gene Chizik running that defense. He won a national championship at Texas with Mac Brown winning that uh, with that defense. They have a ton of talent. That defense was terrible last year, but they're like five, st- four and five stars on that defense. Gene Chizik. Watch him. Hard nose. Words of chisdom. Words All of right. chisdom. Uh, what are you doing, Patty C? I'm going uh, chalky a little bit. I'm going Clemson and Pitt. I went back and forth on who I think is going to win this. I really don't know. I have no idea either. That's what I'm saying. It could be Virginia Tech. Could be Virginia. You know what? Just to be different. Just to be different than Nick. I'm going Pitt to win the conference. I Ooh. do think Pitt, dude. If Pitt plays Clemson, think about this. Pitt's going to put a ton of pressure on Clemson's offensive line. Clemson's offensive line ain't setting the world on fire. Pitt's D line can fuck. And I actually uh, can fuck with uh, with with their. I, I actually think that'd be a matchup that kind of favors Pitt. Yeah, those defensive backs against ukulele. How are Pitt's skill position players on offense? They That's have, where you got to worry a little bit. They yeah. got some transfers coming in. They're, They're trying kind to do of some mirror patchwork. images of each yeah. other. Well, I'd say Slovis is better than ukulele. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so there there's uh, probably the difference. Um, we'll see Clemson though, the other team, but yet. Yeah, a lot of back to back champs. Pitt. Yeah. Narduzzi building this thing. The, uh, right. Most, most overrated team. I think we're all on the same page here. NC State. <laughs> NC State. Uh, sorry, hometown boys. What if you had to do most overrated for each, each division? Okay. Miami. I mean, I, I'm going to throw Miami until they prove it. Even though I'm taking them on the over for like the first time in fucking 30 years. Same here. Same here. But I, I got him on the under. It. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I, who do you think? Who do you think? I think you're right. I yeah, think Miami. Yeah, Miami. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, folks. I can't wait. I mean, look. What right about here. teams that'll surprise? Should we? Oh yeah, team that will surprise in the Atlanta. I think it's the Hokies. I think I like what Grant Wells did, but I, I'll tell you this. In the coastal, you mean? Yeah, in the coastal. Uh, you guys made a great point with Virginia's schedule, and maybe I'm misjudging them based on that schedule. 
Like, yeah, I think uh, I such think a cakewalk. Go, <laughs> I think I gotta go UVA. That will surprise, even if I'm not, even if I'm not really that high on them. I'm not high on them. I was coming in thinking like, oh, watch, they're gonna go like four and eight, and then I see that schedule. I'm like, they might, they might go, they might be in the fucking playoffs. Look, Virginia <laughs> Tech schedule is a joke too. Like. Virginia schools just have not challenged themselves. Well, at least Virginia Tech's got to play like at ODU. Yeah, at Liberty. Yeah, th- those are kind of kind of going into places yeah. that want to really beat you specifically. And they get WVU. I'd rather WVU could beat you, but I they mean, get them at home on a Thursday. That's, that's your true. favorite Tech. They should go four and zero oh in their non-conference slate, and then they get Miami at home. They got to go to UNC and still have six away games though. How many does Virginia have? Because I I think I think Virginia's schedule is easier. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Virginia's got they the have, easiest. They only have five. Yeah. Uh. So I, I do think though, sprinkle a little bit, a little bit on those Hokies. I actually do the the Coastal's, as far as Power Five divisions. What the Big Ten West, and the Coastal most interesting? Maybe the Pac-12 North. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And ni- Nick Nick saying the Big the Ten West is interesting. Well, as far That's as wide new. open, as far as wide open, yeah, right? unpredictable and interesting about. are two different, uh, <laughs> two different <laughs> things here. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely uh, those are definitely, what would you say? ACC coastal big 10 West. And what was the other one? Uh, Pac 12 North Pac 12 North all with the turnover with that landing and then DeBauer coming into Washington. I, th- I actually think every team in the Pac 12 North has a shot. True. Now, now it's, it's still the two best teams though. They got rid of like, you can, if you win the North, it, it might not matter. Yeah. But I still feel like that division, I have a hard time forecasting when I go through the games. I'm like, who's winning this? I got no fucking idea. Um, but all right, folks. Uh, well, we're going to cut to a break here. And then when we come out, we're going to take a five second pause uh, for station identification. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we're going to talk a little mountain West football. Uh, but first I got to get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN studios, we use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, will all be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. Uh, you can use IP vanish on unlimited devices too. I mean, uh, without sacrificing any speed, you know, you can use it on your computers, your tablets, your phones, even devices like your fire stick. When you're streaming media, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free people. All right. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP uh, and use the promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a, is a place to compare odds. Where uh, from all major sports books, it's fantastic. Uh, it's get this. You can compare the different signup codes. All right. And promotions from sports book to sports book to see which one will get you the best deal. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the app also uh, provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected uh, game. Like they, they'll, they'll hit you with the weather. Uh, it's getting windy in green Bay. They're going to give you all this great information. It's also uh it's got a bet tracker so it keeps track of all your bets, all your games, all your betting activity will be right there for you. Go to oddstrader.com/bluewire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. 